Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast, episode nine. Okay, before we jump in, first of all, I just wanted to tell you, I am so excited that you're here today. I'm really excited about this episode, and I'm excited what this episode prompted in my heart. Um, and so let me let me back up. So this episode, I share a concept. It's called Ubuntu. Ubuntu is a, uh, it's something that they do in South Africa in several tribes. And so I shared a story and I'm going to dig into what it means and then how it applies to our life and how, um, especially as Christians, like to have our paradigm be through the lens of grace and compassion and kindness for ourselves. And so, and this is not some like woohoo or fruity concept. This is like the truth of God's word. And then to really implement change in our lives and then how to unpack that and how to do it. So anyways, it's obviously a huge concept, but I wanted to share a story of what happened last week. And actually, I came out to my office and I recorded it the next day after I had had this, like, honestly, it was a life-altering experience. It was amazing. And when you listen to it, you'll understand more. But it was with my son, Zach, and it was just, it just changed my paradigm and my, the way I view things a little bit. And so Anyways, I'm still kind of unpacking it, you guys. This is like, you know, as we go here. But I will tell you, the fruit of what Zach and I worked through last week is still quite evident, you guys. And I, this is not like some magic formula. Like if you do this, 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 and that, like, oh my gosh, everything's going to be, you know, ironed out smoothly and all oh, the rest of your days will have no troubles, you know, or no conflict or whatever. But I will tell you that this concept, it ushered in just a new, a new season for us. And so I'm super jazzed. I'm excited to share the story with you. And I'm also excited to share with you that it birthed this PDF download thing that we had made. We made it earlier this week, but it's, it's affirmations. And so I encourage you guys to download it. And so it's in the show notes and basically it's pretty self-explanatory when you open it up, but it's basically uh, what I'm encouraging people to do is to take seven to 30 days and to be intentional with the affirmations in your life. And if you're not familiar with affirmations, there's there's this concept where we affirm, it's called like daily affirmations. There's a lot of different ones out there, but it's a, it's a tool, it's a tip, it's a mind hack, it's a trick to be able to begin to train and coach our minds and our hearts into the truth of who we are. And so practicing these affirmations, I mean, you guys, it's very powerful. And I'm sure in the future, we'll do a podcast episode with the power of affirmations. And, and this is not like, oh gosh, you know, I'm not going to tell you to affirm that you're going to be an astronaut. Like I, that's not, no, you, <laughs> these affirmations are to practice the truth about who you really are at your core, your identity of who you are. Right. And so there's seven affirmations that we came up with and that we would encourage you to do uh, daily. And it's just, there's fun little tools in there. It gives three little, you know, breakdowns of how to do it and kind of the why behind doing it. And so if you want to download it, go to my website, dannysumner.com, or in the show notes, there'll be a link where you can click through and a pop-up should come up right away. You put in your email address, hit enter, and then literally we will send it to you right away with those affirmations. It's really pretty. You can print it out. You can put it up on your mirror. You can put it up in your office. You can put it on your refrigerator. I mean, wherever you're going to look at it to encourage you. So anyways, Go to www.dannysumner.com. So it's D-A-N-I-S-U-M-N-E-R.com to download that. Or 
you can click in the the show notes below this episode. Okay, you guys, enjoy the episode. So glad you're here, and I'm excited to dive in with you. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Okay, you guys, I have to share a story that happened this week. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Some things have shifted in my heart and in my mind, and it's just, it's blown my mind. And so I really wanted to share with you. So I first want to start this off by telling you that I'm going to share a story about my son, Zach. And Zach is a 13-year-old seventh grader. And I love this kid. He's amazing. He did give me permission to share this story. So I want to let you know right off the bat, I wouldn't be sharing a story if he wasn't comfortable with it. So, and I'm not going to get into all the details because the details don't really matter, but the outcome of what happened is what matters. It what It's what blew my mind and blessed my heart. And I just want to share it. And it's really just given me this perspective that, yeah. So let me get, jump into the story, but I'm so, I'm so encouraged you guys. Okay. So let me back up. Earlier this week, so Zach's a 13-year-old boy, and you guys know, even as incredible as anyone is, we all have our moments, right? We all have, especially, you know, when we're in junior high and we're trying to figure ourselves out and, you know, pushing boundaries, which is all very healthy and very normal. And so Gary and I, and thank God I married a retired youth pastor because I would be flying off the handle 27 times a day that I don't need to, right? So some of these things, we just hold space for our kids to figure themselves out and all that. And this is not a parenting podcast. Um, but I I just felt like this is like this tidbit that Jesus taught me this week. is It's like changed my whole paradigm um, and perspective. And I'm like, uh, duh, how did I not realize this earlier? Okay, let's go back to earlier this week. Zach was having a rough moment. There were some things going on at school. And so Gary was sitting down with him and he he chatted with him. And, you know, honestly, he was a 13 year old boy. He had his moment and he had a little bit of an attitude. We felt like he overreacted and it just, it got a little bit into the gray zone. And so Gary took away his phone, his device. And so his devices. And so then we went to bed, you know, all that sort of stuff. The next day, Zach goes off to school and so then this was yesterday afternoon. I was at it, I was about 20 minutes from home and Gary picked up the kids. Long story short, the kids were already home when I got home and I walked in the door and I saw my buddy Zach. And so we sat down on the couch, you guys, but let me explain to you. Typically, I am um I'm the mom who like ruminates, who prays, but who like feels like any you know, I, I go to worst case scenarios with with my kids. Like God forbid something happens you know, they are just a typical teenager. And I like go to worst case scenario, what could happen for their future, right? (laughs) And so I know I'm a normal mom. I know you all do it too. So don't judge me. Okay. So throw it on the rock. Okay. Don't throw it at me. Okay. 
when I'm driving home, I felt like the Lord reminded me of something that my sister-in-law had sent me uh, about a week ago, and it's uh, it's called Ubuntu. So it was a picture of a tribal guy in South Africa, and Ubuntu means, I'm going to read the post, but Ubuntu, in certain regions of South Africa, when someone does something wrong, he is taken to the center of the village and surrounded by his tribe for two days while they speak of all the good he has done. They believe each person is good, yet sometimes we make mistakes, which is really just a cry for help. They unite in this ritual to encourage the person to reconnect with his true nature. The belief is that unity and affirmation have more power to change behavior than shame and punishment. This is known as Ubuntu, humanity towards others. So when my sister-in-law sent this to me, obviously I was so moved and I was so blessed and it reminded me of a time in my life when, you know, the villagers could have taken me to the center of the town and stoned me <laughs> or thrown all the bad things I had done. And that's what I was doing because I tend, I think we tend to, when we blow it, we tend to berate our, we tend to just, we're so mean to ourselves, right? Like, I don't know about you, but I'm my own worst enemy. And so, you know, but the Lord's been teaching me the last several years, especially the last decade about his grace and his compassion and how loving kindness leads to repentance and and how if if there's things in me that need to change, truly, if I'm surrendering it to God, like God's going to work it out. Like he's going to work out all these character defects. And my job's just to show up and keep surrendering. And yeah, that means I still have to do stuff for it. But ultimately, you guys, it's like in the hands of God, especially with our children. And so I was driving home preparing my speech for Zach. I had three points. Here's where he was blowing it. A, B, and C, right? And I felt like God stopped me in my tracks and he said, Ubuntu. I want you to Ubuntu Zach. And I'm like, what? And so I began to think like, okay, okay. So I started figuring out and praying through what that meant. And so long story short, and the old Danny, typical Danny would have had three really good points and I could have been an attorney. So I could have buried Zach with these points of like where I felt like he was off mark, off the mark a little bit. Okay. And let me tell you, my kids, they could each be an attorney as well because they give it back to me. And I'm like, you just walked circles around me and I don't even know how I ended up wrong in this situation. Anyways, that's a whole other parenting thing. This is why I'm glad I married a youth pastor who can help me and help me parent these teens. Anyways, single mamas out there, single daddies out there. I'm sorry. It's so hard even for like couples to do this. So I know I just want to give extra grace and compassion if you're single and you're parenting because holy moly, nobody told us it was going to be this hard. And if they did, they didn't tell us loud enough <laughs> anyways, but it's precious and amazing too. So if, if you, anyways, yeah. And if you don't have kids, I just want to honor you wherever you're at. This Ubuntu story can uh, be applied even if you don't have children. Okay. Cause I really want to apply it to us and to our internal worlds, but I want to share with you what happened with Zach as an example of how it changed my whole paradigm. Like my shift changed this week, you guys, in a radical way, not only of how I parent, not only of how I wife, not only as how I friendship, you know, in relationship with people, but how I'm going to take care of myself when I blow it or when I'm off the mark and that sort of thing. So anyways, Jesus said, Ubuntu, Zach, I take a deep breath and I go, okay. And I start to put my, my new things in my heart. And so Ubuntu, right? It's where they take uh, their tribe member into the middle of the village. And then they begin to speak life into them basically and remind them of who they are and the call upon their life and, and that sort of thing. And so I sat down on the couch, I walked in and 
before I even asked him how he was, I just paused and I said, Zachy, I love you. You know you are loved. I hope you know you are loved. And I just want to take a moment and I want to remind you who you are. I want to remind you about the call upon your life, not in some like pressure way, like, you know, like you're going to blow it if you miss the call that God has on your life, but just ingrained in you how special you are. And so I went on and on because um, Zach's a special kid and, and we all are special, right? Like God has made us with a specific intent for our lives, right? And so, but living in this broken world, I don't know about you, but sometimes it gets beaten and and battered in us, in us as a human being. And you guys, it's getting beaten out of our kids as well. Life is hard. I don't care if they go to a Christian school. I don't care if they go to a non-Christian school. I don't care if they go to Vons for groceries. The world is on fire. And so we have to remember we are in the spiritual battle, right? Like the enemy wants nothing more than to discourage us from who we are. Like, and let me be honest, like our brains want nothing more like than to discourage us. Like our brains were created literally for like survival. Like, you know what I mean? Like fight, what's that? The three Fs, fight, flight, or freeze, right? Like when we're in, when we're in survival modes, we're either going to get defensive and fight. We're going to flight and run away, or we're going to freeze and panic and not know what to do. Like that's, our brains are very primitive. It's our job to coach and love our brains into functionality. And so anyways, Dr. Amen, he's great for that kind of stuff. Dr. Carolyn Leaf, like there's so many great resources out there where we can coach our brains. But this whole journey is like, how do we connect our hearts and our minds and experience the love and the grace of God and walk in his truth? And so I started going through it with Zach and I started like just reminding him who he was and started reminding him of how special he was and about the call upon his life. And it no longer became about the three things that I felt like he was missing the mark on. It became about who he is at his core, his identity. And you guys, I cannot tell you, but it was like Jesus muzzled my mouth to not say anything about those three issues. It's like a magical moment for me, for my mouth to be muzzled. Anyways, you can tell. So as we're going through it, I paused and I said, buddy, what happened? Did someone hurt you? Like, what's going on? And you guys, after I had like, and I wasn't blowing smoke, like everything I was saying was true. Like he knows, like I didn't say, oh my gosh, you're an extraordinary, you know, uh, weed picker. He's not <laughs> like, I, I mean, you know, if your kid's good at picking weeds, great, then praise him for that or, or whatever. I don't know. But I praised him for things that were actually true about him, like his real calling, his real innate stuff in his soul. He's got an old soul. He's got a wise soul. He's funny, like he's fun, like he connects with people. He can talk to an 80-year-old and become their best friend because he's got this depth of wisdom about him, okay? So anyway, so I started, I was chatting with him and then I paused and I said, buddy, who hurt you? What happened? And you guys... He just shared so articulately some pains and some things that have happened that have really affected him in the last couple of weeks. And it was stuff, uh, you know, outside relationships. It was stuff that had happened within our home even. And we began to talk about that and to work through it and to communicate. And you guys, I'm telling you, it was one of the richest conversations I've had with this kid in months. And it was amazing. It was extraordinary. It was beautiful. I mean, it was like, oh my gosh. And it just ended up being really great. And yes, he did get his phone back. He begged for it and he wanted more downtime and yada, yada. And no, he did not want more downtime. He wanted his downtime taken away, taken off and he wanted to have more freedom. 
Anyways, we're still working on the logistics of parenting with technical ish with tech in 2021, 2022. But oh my gosh. But you guys, it was amazing. And then last night, you know, he went to youth group and then um, came home and we had fun. We laughed and it was like one of the most peaceful evenings we've had. And it was just amazing. And so I just wanted to challenge you and to encourage you, Ubuntu, not only for those people in your life who need grace or who are struggling or who are um, blowing it even, okay, not even, and but also to yourself, like if there's areas in your life that you are just blowing it right now, like left and right, you are like, I'm blowing it. I'm never going to get out of this messy middle. I'm just, you know, whatever. I feel like a failure. I feel unworthy. I feel so less than. I feel like less put together than it. Like we compare to when we're struggling. I just want you to pause and Ubuntu. I just want you to begin, maybe even take out a piece of paper and write down some things that you're good at. Like, I don't care if it's like, I am good at weed picking. Great. Write it down. I'm good at encouraging people. I'm good at, I, I make sure my family has food in the fridge. I'm good at I'm good at uh, whatever you're good at. Like, I want you to acknowledge it. And I want you to also pray into, pause. You guys, we all have this call upon our lives. Like, there is something in your soul that you know you are called to do by God. And I don't know what it is. Only you know. Okay, and I read this quote the other day, and it was amazing. It was like, the call of God is not a calling. It's not a conference call. I was going to say the call of God is not a calling card. That's hilarious. Do you guys remember calling cards? I had them. I remember. If you're under 30, you don't know what a calling card is. Calling card is a little credit card where it used to give you credit to make phone calls, not on cell phones, but on regular landlines. And they were, anyways, you had credit. Anyways. Okay. Side note. The call of God is not a conference call. So if other people don't see that call, that doesn't mean it's not there. Okay. That has nothing to, like that call of God, sometimes it's just in your heart and you just know because you know. Yes. Do you doubt? Sure. That's normal. Yes. <laughs> do you wonder? Are you sure? Is it right? Yada, yada. Like all of these things are very human of us with these brains of ours and very human of us with this emotions of ours and very human of us with the enemy attacking us. Okay. And with being in a broken world where we're, we're just exhausted. Like life is exhausting right now. Okay. So I want everyone to take a deep breath and to pause and to Ubuntu. Where do you need Ubuntu? Okay, and this is also the power of community. If you can bring it into the light, if you can do this with one another, you guys, it's so powerful. And I began to reflect upon Ubuntu in my own life. I didn't know this word until like a week and a half ago when my sister-in-law sent it to me. But you guys, Ubuntu, that has been literally the breath in the life of God in my life where community has has spoken not about the things I'd done or the things that I thought defined me or my struggles or whatever, but no, they've spoken life. Like they've called things out of me. They've reminded me of who I am, of who's like, they've remind me. So the power of community, and I want to pause real quick and say, if you have community wounds, you guys, that is so hard. And I want to acknowledge that. I want to acknowledge how hard it is when we feel lonely or isolated because we've been burned by community or by other human beings or God forbid if we've been burned by someone in the church and we blame the church because that's all very real and it's very painful. And so I want to just acknowledge that and I want to just, we'll dig more into like church pain and and relationship pain and all that sort of stuff in the coming months with the podcast. And we're going to, um, anyways, we'll have some a therapist on to help us navigate those waters. But I just want to acknowledge it. Like if you've had community wounds, that stinks. I've had them. I have them. 
And I'm just one day at a time. The only way I know how to heal those community wounds is through new community, right? And through new friendships and new relationships. And it doesn't mean you have to have 10 great friends, like one great friend, count yourself blessed. That's amazing. But I just want to encourage you, if you can, any of these places where you tend to like are really hard on yourself because you're blowing it, if you can bring it into the light in Ubuntu, allow someone to lavish you with the grace and the love and the truth of God. Bob Goff, one of my favorite authors, one of my favorite quotes of his is, next to grace, I bet God thinks making us need each other was one of his best ideas. That's phenomenal. I love that quote. I believe we were created for community. I believe because we were created for community, it can be very raw and very hard when we're hurt in community. So I just want to acknowledge that. I'll pray for you guys at the end about it. But um, I just wanted to encourage you, if you can, you know, find that friend, pray about it even like, Lord, who's that person I can confide in that I'm struggling or that I, I need I need to have them and tell them I need Ubuntu, like share what Ubuntu is. I'll put it, I'm, I might even be butchering the word. Anyways, I'll put info about it in the show notes. And the show notes, you guys, is uh, if you're on iTunes, you can click through the bottom of the episode and there's like all these notes and there's my email address if you want to email our prayer team at hello at dannysumner.com for prayer and, and that sort of stuff. But that's the show notes. And if you do have any questions, you're struggling navigating podcast stuff, always email us hello at dannysumner.com and we can help you and get the resources you need. Anyways, back to it. And then I'm going to actually down, make a downloadable PDF with some affirmations where we can Ubuntu ourselves. Like, how do we walk through that? And so if you want to join the email list, you can email us as well, and I can send those affirmations to you, okay? That was really what was on my heart. Ubuntu changed my perspective. It changed my paradigm. I'm actually going to get a little thing made and put it up in my office about Ubuntu because I feel like this is how God heals us. I believe he heals us through speaking life and reminding us who we are. You guys remember all the convicting or all the shame-filled or regret-filled or mean-filled voices in our head? That's not Jesus. That's not God. Like, you know, does he encourage us to, if we're off the mark? Yeah, but he does it in love and in grace and in purpose and in peace. You guys, he pulls us up out of those dark, murky places and he sets us in, 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 into our like divine purpose to walk out, you know, the divine purpose for our lives on this planet, you guys. And it doesn't have to be some big, big thing. It can be just literally walk with joy, walk with peace, walk with hope. Like everybody you encounter, you can literally be the hands and feet of Jesus. And you guys, some of us Christians, we need to redeem Christianity to humanity. Like Christianity has such a bad name at times right now because some brothers and sisters, and I don't mean to persecute anybody, but you guys, I just think we are like the redeeming force on this planet. And if we, the only way to do that, if someone needs to repent about something or change their ways, Ubuntu, like let's just speak life into them. Let's speak hope. Let's speak their purpose. Ubuntu works, you guys, and it's biblical. Okay. Loving kindness leads to repentance. It's biblical. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for journeying with me. We'll put some more resources in the show notes. And so you can always download those. You can email us at hello at dannysumner.com. And we'll go from there. So let me pray or over you guys. And uh, we'll go from there. And you guys keep praying for me. Keep praying for this podcast. Pre keep praying for God's will. I cannot thank you enough for journeying with me. I literally like, I just feel like when I look at this mic, I'm, I'm speaking to you. Like I can 
I can sense you're there and you're listening. And so I love you guys one day at a time and Jesus is with you. Let me say a little prayer. Father God, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. God, I thank you that you are all about lifting us out of the muck and the mire, no matter what we are walking through, God. And Lord, I know some suffering is, how do I even put it, Lord? I know that there are some things that are just hard, just absolutely hard, God. And I know you want to meet us right in the middle of those hard places. And so God, I speak Ubuntu. I speak life. God, I pray that you would teach us to Ubuntu ourselves, God, and to Ubuntu and lavish people with the truth of who they are in our circles, God, in our lives, God. I pray for truth and your grace and your mercy and your love. Father, thank you that you adore us. Thank you that you have a call upon our lives, God. Thank you that you will help us to get through whatever we are walking through. And so, God, we are desperate for you. I pray for my friend, God, whatever they are walking through. Lord, I pray that you would just speak life and grace and compassion into their very being, God. Lord, I pray for strength to live another day, God, well, with joy and with purpose. Bless my friend in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.